honestly. goes into the CSI intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be so beautiful. We should just do that one of these weeks. Just really scare everyone. <laughs> but just like put it louder than it already is on CSI. R.I.P. Headphones. <laughs> In the brackets. R.I.P. Welcome back to another episode of Honestly. A podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. And here we are. are. Here we are again. (laughs) On our own. Going down the only road we've ever known. We've ever known. Like a drifter. Like drifters? (laughs) We were born to walk alone. Walk alone, I think. Yeah. Yeah, We've made up our mind. (laughs) We ain't wasting no more time. No more time. Here we go. <laughs> Again. On our own. Um, slam poetry. We love it. Um, wonderful. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Um, on the weekend, I will be fully vaccinated. You will be fully vaccinated. Hell yeah. Which means that we can be together at last. And that's all we've ever Hell. wanted. <laughs> and then, like, in in person. Beside each other in, in person. In a home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in a home. Uh, a yes. covered space. Not your home, just a home. A home. Yeah, not yours either. <laughs> We're actually just going to break into somebody We're else's just, home. It will be fun. You yeah. know, it's, we need activities for hanging out. We want to spice it up. We're entering B and E. We're entering our B and E era. Flop era is behind us. We're entering our B and E era. Flop eras are over. It's all about the breaking and entering now. Breaking and entering is really entering. Now. It is. New York's this hottest club, club is breaking. Breaking and entering. And entering. I also. Very exciting news for everyone. I showered at lunchtime, so I don't feel like a sweaty hog this week. Oh my god, love it. We're here for the hog update. The sweaty hog hog update. (laughs) Hog updates. (laughs) So you don't feel like a prized hog that somebody greased up and set loose today. No, to be clear, I do feel like a hog. A prized hog at that. Well, but it not is, greased up. It is hog girl summer after it is. all. So we've said it before. We'll say it again. Again. Um, okay, that's interesting. I'm glad yeah. that you're not feeling like a greased hog yes. today. I'm still without a doubt a prized hog. I don't think you're my prized hog. Oh, they said Robots was dead, and here we are. 
I would say then that you've passed the greasy torch to me because I feel very oh, no. much like a greased up hog today. Oh, no. <laughs> We're switching roles. We are. It's so important. <laughs> how how are you doing other than being a sweaty hog? <laughs> Honestly, what a week. It's only Tuesday <laughs> at rest time. <laughs> it is. We we're having to record early, which is very weird. Who knows what will happen the rest of the week now? I it's anybody's guess. Um yeah, it's been today's been a busy week for us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, immortal words of one direction. Um I'm fine. <laughs> I <laughs> Yep. Things just continue to be topsy turvy, and yes. I do feel like I've been on a bit of a roller coaster for the past no, couple of weeks. I think definitely, definitely that, um, definitely chaotic, but not in the fun and flirty and fresh way we're normally used to chaos. Mm-hmm. More in the bad, <laughs> yeah, chaotic evil for yes, sure. Very much. Um. Yeah. Oh, that's that's all I'll say on that <laughs> for now. Just. Just know that there's been <laughs> there's Changes. been more chaos. <laughs> the story's changing. The story is changing. Um, and who knows what tomorrow will bring? <laughs> None of us. Oh boy, but it's been it's been a wild ride, and I would like to get off now, please. Yes, it's time. <laughs> Open it up. I have had enough of this particular ride, and I would like to <laughs> stop now. Have you been consuming any content? Consuming any tent. Slinging any tent. Slinging tent, consuming tent. That's what we're here to do, baby. All day, every day. Um, first and foremost, I made a playlist <laughs> with songs that played at my elementary school dances. Mm-hmm. And it's just opened my eyes (laughs) to, like, what little business Mm -hmm. we as children at a Catholic school had (laughs) dancing to these songs. Mm -hmm. And it makes me go, oh, the teachers, like, absolutely didn't hear the words. Like, they didn't understand what was being said. And they just let the children loose. And that feels important to me. (laughs) I feel like we were talking about this a while ago about how like my school didn't have school dances but like your school um they would just put sean paul on and it's like yeah the white people just couldn't understand the lyrics so i think nobody thought anything was wrong they're like Like, appropriate they're like nothing about this is inappropriate or too sexual for small children to be listening to (laughs) the one that really gets me is Mm -hmm. that i know for a fact that it played at like so many dances Mm -hmm. And I just go, what, like, my school banned hugging, and they banned um, Lady Marmalade. <laughs> they wouldn't let us listen to that when Moulin Rouge came out. We weren't allowed sure. to listen to that. Voulez-vous coucher avec, avec moi? moi. C'est, C'est soi. <laughs> like, we weren't allowed to listen to that. We weren't allowed to hug each other. <laughs> but... That's sorry. That's so dystopian that they're oh, like no hugging. It's no like hugging. arrested development, like no touching. Like what it was it was not for like the whole time I was there. It was right. like it was a couple of months in a like one brief of the period. Grades because it was like we got portables. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, the youths can control their hormones. 
and the older kids were like always making out behind the portables and then I was like you know what the root cause of this is hugging hugging, hugging. not allowed that came straight Cut it out <laughs> but they wouldn't let us hug mm-hmm. but every school dance they played turn me on by Kevin Little absolutely incredible song first and foremost yes yes but it's right there in the title (laughs) it couldn't have been clearer not be more clear what he is singing about but just a bunch of children Mm -hmm. just shaking ass absolutely vibing to turn me on little no it is so funny and i Again, we've talked about this so many times, but there are so many songs that we listen to as youths where I'm like, that's so deeply inappropriate. I shouldn't have been. I had no business. Like the one that I always go back to is On the Hotline by Pretty Ricky. (laughs) Yes. That is a song that I listened to religiously (laughs) when I was like 12 years old. That's a that's a dirty song. All that is that's a dirty little freak of a song. Dirty little freak of a song, but it's just like there are just so many songs. Yeah, at the time, I was like, I really feel like you get to a certain age where you're like, okay, like I know this is kind of inappropriate, (laughs) but it's just like as an adult going back and listening to these songs, I was like, wow, we were really just just vibing out. There's so there's so many. That is just and and they played like a lot of like dance hall mm-hmm. at my school dances and I think it, again because of just the absolutely white staff yeah 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 did not understand a word mm-hmm. and so there's like really like explicit lyrics in some of these songs that I have a vivid memory yeah. of dancing to with my friends as a yeah. child as a literal child. Um, well, I mean, again, like Shaggy, like an yes. artist that was very prominent in our yeah. youth. And I know for a fact you're a huge fan of Shaggy. Yeah. And you know all the lyrics to every song on Hot Shot. Absolutely. So, again, just like these songs that, like, it wasn't me. I no. had no concept of what that song was about when no. it like came out and was very popular. Same album, Freaky Girl. I listened to that constantly. I remember asking my dad to like blast that in mm-hmm. the car. Yeah. Now I listen to it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> now I don't know if at, at that time I should have been involved in this. <laughs> Leave me out of this. I've had enough. Um yeah, that's delightful. I um have I have not do- divin dove. Divin. <laughs> I've divin. not I've not fully dived into the playlist yet, but I was just like scrolling through it when you sent it to me yesterday and I was like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. wow, wow, wow. Get into it. Just bop after bop. Please Incredible. Enjoy. Please enjoy <laughs> and picture a tiny sobby. Just going absolutely up. getting down to these songs <laughs> absolutely <laughs> next bit of content i've already discussed with you a little bit but i finished reading <laughs> red white and royal blue okay let me crack my knuckles crack let your knuckles get into it i'm so excited for this conversation wow <laughs> in, a wow, word, wow. Wow. in a word wow <laughs> deeply cute 
deeply important. Can't wait for it to be a movie. At this point, I need to see it. I need more. Like, it's going to make such a good movie. What's so good about it was that sometimes in books, when there's too many characters, Mm -hmm. none of them are, like, developed at all. Yeah. It's like, you have the main character, and then you have the background people, and you don't really, like, care about them. But, like, every single background character in that, you're like, I love you. I love you. They have their own personalities. They have their own lives. They're up to their own stuff. And that's important. Yes, I feel like, and, like, I'm gonna, when I see you on the weekend, I'm gonna bring one last stop so you can read that, too. Because, like, that's just, like, Casey is so good at doing that. Like, they like flesh out these characters and you just you love yeah. all of them so much and they all yes. just have like these amazing personalities and it's like it was the same for me with red white and royal blue as it was with one last stop where I'm like I just want to be in this friend group yes. like you were all amazing people I love, I love them <laughs> I love them so much I was like I want to be doing karaoke with you let me do karaoke with you right it's just like those two books are just like getting a big warm hug and they make me so happy it was so good it was so good I'm so happy I'm so happy that you read it widely (laughs) I was so like I was gonna read it because you lent it to me and I was so worried that I just like wasn't gonna be into it for some reason and I was like (laughs) I was like no because like I've heard such good things about it like not just from you but Mm. like on Twitter and on Tumblr and everything so I was like god it will be so disappointing if I like read it I'm like (laughs) I just can't get into it but it was so good it just there were so many moments where I had to like Put the book down. Just go. <laughs> when you like message that, I was like, that is so deeply relatable because I remember so vividly when I read it a couple of yeah. years ago, doing the exact same thing. Like I literally like. Ah! There were so many times where you do that thing too, where you like read a cute line and then you just do like a body like twitch and then you go back and yeah. you're like. Ah! <laughs> you're just like minorly electrocuted. Yeah, for you're like. A second. Ah, um but I will say back to Goodreads being a place for insane people to thrive I guess (laughs) I like updated that I finished reading it yeah then I was just like looking through reviews and there was one review that was like one star I think and it was so long oh god and it was so like (laughs) self-indulgent And it was so, like, I'm not, like, other girls. And, like, I just read every point and I was like, what do you mean? There was one one especially Mm -hmm. where I was like, now, I don't know if just, like, my brain is permanently damaged from being on Tumblr at a young age. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes. But one of the points was, like, I I don't like smut in books. Like, I don't want to read smut in books. And I was like, was there smut in that? Like, there was, like, a little bit of spice. It's a little spicy. It's not, like, it's not, like, explicit AO3 fanfiction. And it's, like, I I don't know if this is just... (laughs) Also, a like, personal problem. Aside like, from the fact that, like, that's not even, like, really truthful. It's no. just like, what do you mean you don't like smut in books? Like, sorry, can't relate. <laughs> it's like, no, I can't I relate. More. And I won't relate. <laughs> I refuse. I will never relate to that. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? 
it also like it made me feel very like I feel like it was a woman uh-huh. it was a white woman based on her little picture uh-huh. and I was like something about this feels a little homophobic <laughs> it's a little bit because I was like I don't know if like anything in those those like that book mm-hmm. the smut she was talking about <laughs> filthy smut the filthy despicable dirty little freak smut in the book <laughs> like i don't know like would you feel that way if it was a man and a woman cuz like i don't really think that you would because there was nothing really there was nothing explicit no there's nothing like it's like I would overtly explicit. I wouldn't even like go so far as to say mature. Like I think even that's a bit of a stretch. Like I yeah. think it's like yes, there are some like very subdued like sex scenes, but it's like it's very quick and they it's don't not go into graphic detail. in detail. <laughs> it's implied in a lot of it. And it's it's like you said, I do think that it just boils down to like, oh, you're probably just homophobic. Yeah, it's like I feel like you're uncomfortable with something here because <laughs> seems like a you problem. It was good. A... In the book, it was good. It's so funny, actually, that we're talking about this because I was gonna like mention this a few weeks ago, but there was like a little bit of like a a stir about oh. red, white, and royal blue. For some reason, that title is always really hard for yeah, me to I, say. It's too many, like, oh, oh, oh. noises. And so I, like, really have to, like, concentrate. <laughs> but, um, you know how, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, emails and texts in the book yes. and stuff, and at one point I think it's, like, the president, like, Ellen, is, like, texting somebody about how, like, something in Israel got fucked up, and she's just, like, I'm waiting to hear back from, like, what's-his-face. The- yeah guy in power in Israel (laughs) and it's like she like makes a joke and like people were this was like a like a little while ago like when there was like obviously very like heightened issue well I mean like there's always heightened issues between like Israel and Palestine but like when that was like very much um a thing that was happening there like last month or two months ago and people were like how dare you include this in the book like this is just perpetuating that like like perpetuating like Israel and it's like don't you support Palestine and it's like basically like Casey McQuiston like the author was just like oh yeah you know what like this it's just like a throwaway joke it was just like me talking about how like the relationship between the United States and Israel like there's a relationship there it doesn't mean it's a good thing it just like it's something that exists and it was me just trying to like punch up at that like my mistake it'll be removed from like all future printings of the book but I saw so many people like talking about it being like like what like why are you like forcing this author to like cut out a single like throwaway line yeah it doesn't mean that they're like anti like Palestine or like pro-Israel it's like it's literally just like a a throwaway joke about politics in a book that's about About partially politics i saw a lot of like reviews too getting mad about like um how once again it's like americans thinking that like they're above other people because it's like the british side of things are like shown as so like stuffy and like but that was the point that was the point once again that was the point. Um, the point that you missed, that was it. If you were to go back, that's it. Mm-hmm. What you're missing, the point. The po- <laughs> Let me just circle that for you. It's, like, it's so, like, it's just, like, it's really bizarre because, like, 
I like saw this initially on Twitter because you know like one of those like bot accounts where it'll be like red white and royal blue like bot and they like just like tweet like random shit from the book the owner of that account like somebody like brought up this like little like throwaway line from the book from like a 400 page book they like picked this out and then they were like um at Casey McQuiston like what like do you not support Palestine like it was just like crazy and Casey was just like oh no like I'm I'm I am not pro-Israel like I'm very much in support of like freeing Palestine like this was just like a joke (laughs) and once once again I feel like we talk about this often because we talk about YouTube um culture all the time (laughs) but the internet has made it so that everyone feels that they need everyone's political opinion on everything always. Yes. And I'm personally, if I'm reading a cute romance novel, I don't need to know political standings. <laughs> no, I literally, I found the article where they talked about it so I could like pull it up. And so it's like, yeah. A supporting character who's the president of the United States complains, well, my UN ambassador fucked up his one job and said something idiotic about Israel, and now I have to call Netanyahu and personally (laughs) apologize. That's what the line is from the book. It's like making a joke about like the ambassador fucked up, made a comment about Israel, and now I have to apologize to the leader of Israel. Yeah. That's what people are upset about. People are like, that means you hate Palestine. (laughs) And you it's want them just to-, to show that they're the president of the United States. Like somebody on Twitter was literally like, this normalizes the genocide and war crimes done by Israel that will always be backed up and supported by America. How? How? And it's like... Doesn't I- mention war crimes. Like... Doesn't for- mention anything. That's insane. Like that's like that's like I don't know. Like maybe I'm just like super like naive and dumb or something like that. But it's like that seems like such an insane reach. It's literally just like it's a throwaway joke. A like you said, it's just like line. a little line in the book. And it's just like yeah, like like the United States and Israel obviously have like a relationship, and that's like problematic for sure, but it's like it's just, it's so weird to think that like people who are writing fiction are like being held to everything that they yeah. write that's fiction. It's just like, well, that clearly has to reflect your views 100%. Like this per- this woman has never been the president. She's not real. <laughs> like She's a fake character. Like sadly, Ellen Claremont is not a real person. Would love if she was. <laughs> Would love if everyone in that book was. I know. However, however, they're not. It's just, it's very strange. It's like, obviously, like, yeah, there are like critiques of things that are valid. And it's like, I'm not saying that people have to like think that this is a perfect book, but it just like, it felt like such a weird, like, brouhaha. And it's like, in the grand scheme of things, it was such a small small group of people on Twitter who were like, turning this into a big thing. And then it's just like, oh, it'll be changed. Like, that'll be taken out in all future printings of the book. And it's like, okay, like, whatever. Like, yeah, it doesn't obviously change the context of the book. Yeah. But it's just like... It takes out a joke. (laughs) It takes out a joke. And it's just like, not to be that person that's just like, has political correctness gone Gone too too far? far. Like, I don't want to sound like a boomer. But it's just like, I do think sometimes there's this tendency to, like, go a little bit too far in the other direction. Where it's just like... Okay, okay. I don't I don't know if that's the crusade that we need to be on. It's like all the um 
all the like new TV shows and stuff coming out where it's like like Gossip Girl. <laughs> I know nothing about Gossip Girl, so I won't talk too much on it. But just like we don't need everything to be like right, you know? Exactly. Like it people people are flawed, so fake people should also be flawed. That's how the world works. That makes it more real. It doesn't mean you have to make jokes that like punch down. But if the character is meant to be not a nice person, they can say not nice things. It's like, was it Ginny and Georgia that there was like some joke made that like the whole internet blew up? The Taylor Swift joke. Yeah. (laughs) Where it's like, okay, like you're not supposed to take that and be like, this is a moral truth. And then therefore I have to follow that. That's exactly it. Like, I feel like this is, like, such a, like, this relates to, like, the Hot Take Tuesday from this week, where it's just, like, you are able to like things and also critique them at the same time. Like, it's not, like, a a this or that situation. Things are not generally black and white, where it's just, like, there's a lot of gray area. And that's okay. That's, like, (laughs) okay. Like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) I love it's always sunny. Yeah. I, they make a lot of, like, really terrible, offensive jokes, but you're not supposed to like any of the characters. Yeah. Like, the point is they're bad people. But I also understand <laughs> that it's written and starred by people who are all white. So are they the ones who should be making these jokes? It's a funny show, though. Like, all these things are true at the same time. Exactly. Like, there's space for both of those things there's space to enjoy something while also critiquing it yeah and it's just like I really can't think of many things that are either inherently good or inherently bad yeah in terms of like media and stuff it's just like there are a lot of things like there are a lot of rom-coms that I love like movies and stuff like that but as I get older and rewatch them it's just like oh they're extremely fat phobic yeah oh, they're extremely, like, heteronormative, bordering on, like, homophobic. It's just, like, there's a lot of, like, problematic stuff in things that I still love and I'm still gonna watch, but it's just, like, you just learn to, like, be critical. Critical. That's it. Without completely denouncing it as bad and evil. It gets to a point where it's, like, then how do people, like, form opinions on things? Exactly. Like, it gets to a point where it's, like, well... Now everyone's just listening to each other on Twitter being like, this is offensive. And it's Mm -hmm. like, are you offended by it? Or did you see that someone else was offended by it? Right. And again, not to be boomers. We're not being boomers. But kind of, okay. So it's just like going back to like the red, white and royal blue thing. And like the throwaway joke about Hitler, about Israel. It's like people, you know, people got upset about that. A small group of them. And now it's been taken out of the book and yeah. that to them is somehow helping Palestine in some sort of way. Like that. Yes. Not that, normalizing something. That one line being removed from a romantic comedy book is now going to single-handedly stop war crimes, yes. I guess. Yes. Um, it just kind of feels very much like when we all started using paper straws because we're like, that will yeah. single-handedly save the yeah. turtles and save the environment. And it's like, actually, there's like a bigger issue yeah. here. And it's, it's not like, like a personal thing. It's not really like on the individual necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just feels very that where it's like, you're equating like this really small thing. It's like, that's not, you're not actually fixing the problem. No. You're not doing what you think you're doing. <laughs> and in fact, 
now someone who has like no concept if they're reading this book no concept like i don't i don't know anything i feel like the bo clipper is like if you don't know anything about the conflict between palestine and israel and thus feel uncomfortable weighing it on the subject like very much that like yeah i don't i'm not gonna sit here and pretend i know every single thing that's going on but what if someone saw that in the book and i was like why is this funny let me look up what the joke is you've just taken away the opportunity for someone to know what that that is is. that's such a good point because i do feel like like that's how like i've learned about so much stuff and like is like through pop culture like through media where it's just like growing up i'd like see a reference to something and i'm like what is that what does that mean why is that funny or why is that relevant and then you look it up and then you learn something and that's incredible but now it's gone you can't have it it's so bizarre but i'm so happy that you read it was so good white and royal (laughs) blue um i'm so happy it's it was so delightful um thank you for lending it to me you're so welcome henry and alex i just I, I love, love so much. I love the banter. I love uh, the like you're the a demon and I'm in love with you. <laughs> like that feels important. Their emails and texts back and forth were like some Stop. of my favorite things to Stop. read. When they started ending each email with like a quote from like a letter, I was like, I'm gonna kill myself right now. <laughs> like on the spot, I'll do it. Like, don't think I won't. Don't think I won't. Because I'm, I'm going gonna to end it right now. Um, it's so sweet. I'm so excited that you liked it. Cause like when I yeah. like gave it, like, cause obviously I've been like talking about it for like two years. And then when I like gave you my copy, I know I like gave it to you and I was like, no pressure. No pressure. Like <laughs> you don't need to read it if you don't want to. Cause I hate when people are like, you need to yeah. read this or watch because this. That's, we're both like that. That's the reason like I never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's cause too many people told me I had to. Exactly. Like it just gets to a point where it's like, now that you've told me I have to do this, I want nothing I to want do to. with it. So I was like, I'll I'll give you this no book pressure. and no pressure. If you no want to read it, you can. No if you read it and you hate it, that's fine. But yeah, I was like, oh my God, watch. She like thinks it's the stupidest thing ever. And no, I was like, this it is was garbage. So <laughs> it was garbage rat. Garbage rat. <laughs> it was very delightful in so many ways. So and whoever that woman is who said there was too much smut, you know nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. There's you a little Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> You haven't seen what we've seen. And that's clear. <laughs> that's clear right now. You haven't been in the trenches. You haven't. Oh, ain't You're that weak. the truth? Ain't You're weak. that the truth? Like, truly, you can't handle some some slight spiciness in red, white, and royal blue. Some, like, suggestions of what's happening. Like, a whisper. <laughs> a whisper. Hi. Okay. Weak. You're weak. You're, like, I'm so sorry, but you are weak. You will you not survive wouldn't. the winter. <laughs> you will not survive the winter. You're not going to. Uh, I'm so happy that you read it. I'm going to bring One Last Stop, so yeah. you can read that too. If you liked red, white, and royal blue, you'll like One Last Stop, yeah. because it's like... Casey has like a very like distinct writing style and just like building these worlds and these characters and again it's just like everyone's so likable and the like relationship between Jane and August who are like the two like love interests oh it makes me so happy I love them so much I'm excited (laughs) 
what content have you been consuming? Oh my god. Um, wow, I feel like we truly went on like such a <laughs> I tangent. Know. We had to. Um, thank you for asking. Okay. Um, I think like the only new thing that I have watched in the past week, like new new, I watched Luca on Disney oh, Plus. I've heard good things. It's very cute. Very delightful. Just like it's I don't know. It Just like looks it's cute. Like, good vibes, you know? Just, like, there's, like, vibe it out. Like, it's just, it's nice. It's very I, like, want to go there. I keep seeing clips, (sighs) and I, like, want to go into that world. I know. It's just, like... Like, take me to that specific spot in Italy. Yeah, take me to that little um, animated Italian seaside town. Yes. I really want to be there. Yes. Um, Yeah, so that was really sweet. It's kind of, like... It's, like, Little Mermaid-esque because it's, like, this little, like, sea creature boy wants to go up where the humans are. He wants to be where the people are. (laughs) He wants to be where the people are. Um, And then he meets, like, another sea creature boy and then they go up to the the human world and then they have a little little fun summer. It's very sweet. I would definitely recommend it. It made me happy. So. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything else. Once again, True Blood. Um, I'm on the yeah. last season, so I'll be oh done. no! Oh I, no! The speed at which I have blown through that series is alarming. <laughs> I, I had to, like I'm physically restraining myself from watching as many episodes of Criminal Minds as I was. Like I. I'm on season 12, like, midway through season 12. Oh, you still have a ways to go. But I, like, the speed at which I got to 12 means that there's not enough left. Yeah. So now I'm like, no, I'll do something else. I'll I'll do (laughs) something else. I'll read a book. (laughs) I'm reading this book, see? So I get it. Yeah. No, it's, um, I just all of a sudden, because, like, obviously I was off not working last week. And so, and then my mom was off for part of it, too. And we just like blew through like two seasons, yeah. and I was, and now it's like, oh, we're on season seven. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> it's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Um, although I will say, I will be sad when True Blood is over. But thanks to the Succession trailer dropping today, I once again have something to live for. Yes. So yes, that's ma'am. that's content that I've been yes, consuming because I watched that on a loop. <laughs> It was good. It made me laugh. And I have no context for anything. I am so excited. I was, like, on Instagram going through stories. And I think it was Ira Madison who, like, posted, like, a segment from the trailer. And for, like, a second, I was just like, oh, this is just a clip from, like, one of the early, like, other seasons. And I was like, no, I've never seen this before. And I was, like, on my phone, I was like, did the trailer drop? (laughs) And I, like, immediately go to Twitter. And it's, like, the first thing that comes up. And I'm like, I'm literally sitting at my desk, like pounding my desk with my fist and like screaming oh my god it's here I was so excited like my heart was beating rapidly and now you can wear your shirt oh your, my god your, um, gibbet makeshift gibbet. <laughs> I'm so excited that comes out this fall honestly this fall is shaping up to be very good because it'll be season three of succession and then the Sopranos uh, prequel movie, hey. The Many Saints of Newark, which I'm so excited about because that trailer came out last week. Ugh, all my obsessions are coming back. They're to here. Me. <laughs> They're coming back. I They're can't ready. wait. Um, yeah, so that's that's the content I've been consuming. I'm going to consume um, 
more content because I just realized that it's the sixth, which means that season two of I Think You Should Leave Tim Robinson is out. Oh my god. There's like a lot of TV coming back this month because there's that Atypical comes back this week. Oh, yeah. Never Have I Ever is next week. And then Ted Lasso comes back the week after that. And We're Gossip set. Girl starts this week. So are you diving into Gossip Girl? I will. I know yeah. that I will. Am I happy about it? I don't know. <laughs> no. I let me let me talk about Gossip Girl for yeah, a second. Get into because it. it's like you were saying before, and it's like I, I don't want to get like too judgmental about something that I haven't seen yet, but it's like, first of all, early reviews are in. People are not oh, no. saying kind things about it. Um and then obviously there's like that whole discourse around like the the characters are gonna be like a lot more like cognizant <laughs> of their wealth and like more woke yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, it's I don't know. I'm on the fence about it because while I kind of like the idea of like a prestige television version of Gossip Girl, which is basically what this sounds like it's gonna yeah. be, because they have that HBO money this time around. Hell yeah. I'm also like the thing that was so fun about the original Gossip Girl is that it was so campy and stupid. Yeah. And so I get that like this is supposed to be a completely new take on it, but I'm just like, why didn't we just come up with a At new concept? <laughs> you know? Like yeah. why did we need to like keep it under the gossip girl umbrella? Could we not have just made another like teen? Similar drama? thing. Like it's not I don't know. Yeah, they could have done something else because it feels like any it's not like a new trope to be like there's a mystery person like revealing all these secrets like it's like pretty little liars gossip girl like you could have you could have done something else so i'm very on on the fence about it there's a girl that i follow on twitter her name's tyler mccall and she's like a self-described like gossip girl historian like she is like a gossip girl stan and she I guess has seen like the first like few episodes of like the reboot and she like really likes it okay. and thinks it's really good and so I'm like okay maybe Trust that more um but she was saying she was doing like like a little thread the other day like no spoilies but just like kind of giving her general thoughts yeah. on it and apparently you find out in the first episode who Gossip Girl is what <laughs> which I find very interesting I don't hate it. I think that's kind of interesting because, like... It's like you're let in on it. You're let in on it. And, like, honestly, like, in the original Gossip Girl, like, TV series, that was never really, like, the draw of the show. It was never like, oh, my God, I need to know who Gossip Girl is because then they ended up making it Dan anyway. And that was (laughs) fucking bad. But it was like, that was... It's not like that's why people were tuning in every week. Like, maybe this week we'll find out who Gossip Girl is. Like, to me, it didn't matter. To me, they never should have revealed it in the first series anyway. Yeah. They should have just kept it a mystery. Mystery. Because, like, that's the point of Gossip Girl. So I'm, like, kind of intrigued. That'll probably get me to watch it more than anything, because I just want (laughs) to know, like, who it is. Who it is right (laughs) away. At this point, I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to tell me, then... I'll I'll tune in. I'll tune in. But, yeah, I don't... We'll see. Maybe I'll love it. Maybe I'll hate it. It's just... I'm interested to see Gossip Girl in the year 2021. Yeah. I don't, like, because now Gossip Girl is, like, like an Instagram page, like an okay. anonymous, inst- like, it just feels yeah. very, like, it feels very demois, where I'm just like, okay, yes. I can have that. We we know what that is already. I don't know. I'm, I'm very on the fence about it, and I don't know. I don't know how to feel. So that, yeah, we'll I think, see. I think the first, I don't know if they're 
dropping like multiple episodes at once but i think that starts on the 8th so okay i'll dive in at some point and i'll report back back with my thoughts and feelings (laughs) we're ready we're waiting what's going on in the world that's a great question that is a great question I feel like, as always, um, Gabby Hanna <laughs> has continued, um, despite her judgment, I won't say better judgment, I don't think she has good judgment <laughs> no, to be better. <laughs> there's no, exactly. No, there's no judgment. There's no, there's none. Um, she's continued. Um, Jesse Smiles made an hour-long video responding to the parts in Gabby's documentary oh god um where jesse was mentioned and just kind of like fact checked (laughs) all the stuff that gabby said and it's just really i feel like we talked about this um last week but it's just very interesting that everything gabby has shown to be proof Mm -hmm. in her defense has actually just shown how terrible a person she is like yes and it's concerning at this point because it's like I don't know how you look at those words and read them differently but it's like very clear that she is reading them differently and that's like alarming at this point yes like that is I feel like Jessie made such a good point when she said that in her video because she's just like I just don't understand how like I can say this to you like via like these words in this order and you can so grossly misinterpret what yeah. I'm saying. Like at like there's clearly no reasoning with Gabby Hanna. Like no. she's just whether it's purposefully or just truly she has Delusion. a different grasp on the English language than yeah. most people do. It's just like whatever it is, she is not understanding what people are saying to her and so like you just need to just cut it stop it out (laughs) there was also a part in jesse's video where it was like talking about how gabby like misinterprets everything that's said but there was a part to where jesse like laid out in like a huge paragraph like more it was like an essay basically (laughs) of all the things like all the reasons she's upset with gabby Mm-hmm. And, like, explain the whole situation. And Gabby basically did that, like, um, congrats or I'm sorry, I'm not reading all of that. Like, she basically did that and then only focused on the first sentence. And Jesse was like, is that all you're taking away from this? And she's like, I didn't read it. It's like a novel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, it, like, she's just, like, Gabby is just not, like, a, like a rational person. No. Like, like there's just there's no commute like there's no way to like reason with her or communicate with her because she is never going to see things other than from her perspective and And her perspective is like paranoid it's just like and like you and I were talking about this like earlier when we were both watching Jesse's video but it's like like Jesse's main concern is that Gabby continued to have a relationship a friendly relationship yeah with Curtis Lafore, who raped Jesse, like that—that's really the crux of like Jesse's yes. issue with Gabby, and I think that's like more than reasonable. Yes. And so, rather than Gabby like just admitting to that and owning up to it, 
it turns into her being like, well, you subtweeted me as if that is somehow equal to what Jesse is upset about. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, that's what's also concerning to me because I'm just like, Gabby, like, do you not understand that that is not in any way the same thing? No. Like Jesse is upset about you continuing to like associate with the person who assaulted her. And you're like, um, you like to tweet about me. That was not very nice. And that's the thing, like, it was the same thing that um, they talked about Brandon Cavillo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, that first of all, he has his own set of problems. <laughs> but there's the same thing he liked to tweet that I guess was, like, making a joke about Gabby. And she, like, went off on him. And it's just, like, she has, we talked about it before with, like, the Trissa. Trissa? Wow. <laughs> Trisha situation. Mm-hmm. And Gabby does not understand. That if a person is friendly to you, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're your friend. It means yes. they're being polite. And then in the same vein, if someone doesn't like you, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they have, like, a vendetta and want to, like, bring your entire life to crumble. <laughs> like, exactly. Though this just kind of came to me, but Gabby reminds me very much of this girl that I went to elementary school with who was truly a pathological liar. And... There was all this drama in, like, seventh grade, and, like, basically, there was this girl, I won't name names, but (laughs) she was, like, truly a pathological liar. She created a lot of problems with all the other girls in our class, in our grade, and there was, like, this one situation where we had gotten, like, rooming assignments because we were going on this overnight trip, and a friend of mine got roomed with this girl who we kind of collectively didn't like because she was just, like, this, like, liar. starter and a liar <laughs> yeah. and caused nothing but problems. And so my friend was telling me, oh, yeah, I got roomed with so-and-so. And I said verbatim, oh, that'll be fun. Like, obviously, sarcastically, but that's all I said. Turns out the girl was behind me and heard me say that and um, got really upset and then confronted me about it after the fact and claimed that I called her a boring asshole, which like first of all was like a weird like <laughs> phrase for like a 13 year old. No. I like I wouldn't have said that, but it was just like no. it's that same idea where it's just like a person says A and then a person completely just twists it into B. Yeah. It's like those words never left yeah. my mouth. Maybe what I said wasn't the nicest but I didn't say that it's like that is what Gabby's doing where it's just like she just will take a tiny little thing of what somebody says and just twists it into like a completely different thing and And then she's like she makes it seem like she's reading between the lines and stuff like she's literally just like writing new ones like she's just like actually you meant this like I'm like you said that but actually it means what I've said here myself like, if you're putting those words <laughs> out there, like, that must be what you think. That's literally it, though. It's just, like, like show, Gabby, show us the proof where anybody has said these things. No. It's, it's not, not there. there. Like, just because you are interpreting it to mean that doesn't, doesn't, mean. doesn't mean anything. No. And it's just, like... Everyone wants people to like them. That's sure. human nature. Like, no, like obviously things are upsetting when people don't, you find out someone doesn't like you. Yeah. You're obviously going to be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. Gabby takes it to like, you're not allowed. Like, you're physically not allowed to not like Gabby. And if you don't like her, if you are one of those people who don't like her, it's actually because you're a narcissistic abuser who's out to ruin her life. 
that was like the sickest thing about Gabby's video and like the parts that Jesse responded to where it's just like Gabby was literally calling Jesse her abuser. Yeah. She's like my abuser of like the last like eight years or something. That's like what? what? Again, it's like Gabby just like weaponizes these words. Yeah. And it's like you can't just call somebody your abuser. Like no. that's And also like <laughs> you're YouTubers, both of you, evidenced by every situation you've been in, Gabby, you mm-hmm. like to post about the drama that's happening. Yeah. So if Jesse has been harassing you and has been your abuser, quote unquote, for the last like six years or whatever she said, wouldn't there be some sort of trail of that? Wouldn't there be some evidence online that she's been harassing you? She got married. She had a child. She's currently pregnant with her second child. Like she's living a life. She she hasn't done anything to you. No, it's like literally the only time Jesse gets involved is when Gabby is running her mouth and spreading more lies yeah. about this whole thing. It's just- and talking about Jesse's personal experience with sexual assault. Like, oh my god. And then Gabby has the audacity to turn around and say that Jesse's weaponizing her assault yeah. and weaponizing her trauma. Yeah. I I think it was very, um, I was very glad, like, Jesse talked about it, because I was like, yeah, that's literally it. There's a point where Gabby is getting mad at her for crying in her, in the phone call, and it's like, she was just waiting for any moment to, like, cry so she could, like you said, weaponize her trauma. Like, she was just waiting to, like, emotionally manipulate people. And it's like, if your first response to someone who used to be your best friend crying over a violent crime that was <laughs> committed against them. If, if your first thought of that is, oh, they're trying to manipulate me. That's because you do that all the time. It's because you're constantly manipulating people and lying. So when you see a real genuine human emotion, you're like, it's a lie. It's manipulation, narcissism. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, that is so messed up. It's so, it's so horrible. Like, it's just, and we were talking about this, like, earlier today, but it's like, okay, let's ignore everything Gabby's ever done. Let's (laughs) clean the slate for a second. Mm -hmm. And let's say, okay, she's right. She's not lying about any of this. (laughs) That Jessie is, like, this horrible person who's been harassing her for several years and bullying her and abusing her Mm -hmm. at what point do you you yourself stop making videos when you realize you're not looking good (laughs) when you realize like jesse is the one who has all this like proof Mm -hmm. and everything when do you yourself go i'm not helping my case like exactly nothing gabby has brought forward in any of her little documentary (laughs) parts of this series that she's doing nothing has helped her case in any way nothing has made anyone stop and go hmm maybe she's in the right and it's getting to a point where it's like gabby do you think we can't read what those things say like she'll be like in this um (laughs) jesse told me that the sky was red and that flames were coming down and then this 
it shows a screenshot and it's like it's a really nice day the sky's very blue and it's like why i see what it says and you're saying something so completely different it's like i i feel like jesse like kind of mentioned this in her video but it's like gabby will just like throw up these text messages on the screen like these long ass messages and just like second for like a second and i think Gabby's hoping that no one will take the time to like stop and pause and read them and so it's like I'll throw these texts up I'll say what I what I'm thinking they say and then just hope that nobody actually stops to read them to fact check me and go oh actually it says the exact opposite (laughs) like literally though she'll be like this woman has been harassing me she she told me she was gonna like physically attack me and then she'll like I'll throw up the text messages and it's them just being like Jesse being like, please don't talk to me anymore. Like, please leave me alone. <laughs> it's like, I don't know where you're getting this. And like, I think it says a lot. And I feel like we've probably even talked about this like last year when they had like that she hasn't first stopped. public thing that was very whatever. Where it's like, Jesse is the first person to admit, yeah, in this situation, I didn't handle things the best. Yeah in this situation I let my emotions get the best of me and like yeah I like maybe said something or did something that I regret like Jessie's not sitting here pretending that she's a saint and pretending like I've never done anything wrong in my life I've never said or done anything that could be misinterpreted or I don't regret anything it's like she's like yeah I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that I was immature I was stupid I was caught up it's like that just immediately whether you are or aren't it just makes you seem more credible that's what I was gonna say I was like I believe you right away if you like admit where you were wrong like I just think like that is such a good first step in being taken seriously because like that's part of the problem with Gabby where it's just like she is just so against taking accountability for anything or owning up to anything that she's done wrong but it's just like well you're not perfect 100% of the time no. even if you're like the greatest person in the world like yeah. there are going to be things that you have regretted saying or doing especially when it's situations that you're like emotionally involved in like you're yeah. in a fight with like a friend like of course there's things that are gonna this is, yeah, this is the other thing that I don't understand is like going back to the idea that like Jesse and Gabby were like best friends yeah. for a period of time. I can't imagine. Like there are people that I am no longer friends with that I was like very close to at yeah. one point in time. Even people like that, I can't imagine doing what Gabby has done to Jesse over the years. Like no what like this person used to be your best friend even if like yes there was a falling out or something happened why are you trying to be so vindictive towards ruin this person's life and try to paint them as some sort of like abusive terrible person like this person used to be your friend like that just that doesn't like go away like exactly it's like like you and I both have like ex-friends where it's just like things didn't end on good terms yeah probably just as well that that friendship broke up don't miss them there's no love lost but I would never like make it my life's mission to destroy them like that's insane because at the end of the day it's just like okay maybe they weren't a great person um maybe we just never should have been friends but like they were important to me for a period of time there was I don't want to see bad things happen. No, it's, like that's exactly <laughs> it. It's just like even people who I don't like, it's like I'm not actively wishing ill will. Upon no, them. <laughs> and doing everything in my power 
to paint this like horrible picture of them like for what it's so this whole situation is just truly horrible like it's just it's like a woman who has been through so much like being assaulted loss like so much begging someone who used to be her best friend to just stop talking about it not even like begging her to go on and say I was wrong and like do some big like apology tour like she's just saying stop talking about it like and Gabby is going no and actually you're an abuser (laughs) Like, like I just can't imagine it's like you were saying it's like Jesse just wants Gabby to stop talking about yeah. her trauma. Like, stop. That's it. Like, it's not. It's not yours to talk about. No. It, it and then Gabby has the nerve too to be like, "Please cut that part of the phone call." Like, that's my personal trauma. Oh, okay. And of course, Jesse, being like the decent person that she is, was like, "Absolutely, yeah. that's not mine to talk about. If you don't want to share that, that's fine." But for some reason, Gabby feels entitled to continually. Yeah talk about Jessie's assault and her trauma. There was also a part where um, Gabby fully said out loud that she was scared. She was lying so much that she was not going to remember what actually happened. Like Mm -hmm. she said that and it's like, did that come out by accident? Like, did I mishear something? But she literally said she's scared that she won't remember because there's so many stories that she said. Like that that should be the end of Gabby right then and there. <laughs> like this woman you said it. <laughs> on camera in a video that she posted publicly herself. <laughs> like by her own volition, she was like her. <laughs> she was like, I lie so much that I don't know what the truth is anymore. Like and that, that scares me. Like she literally said that. Like I just Gabby. I I Stop. don't know why. If if up until this point you were still like team Gabby, I don't know how like at that point you're like uh I'm I I'm not gonna back out now. Like what is it? Like that woman just admitted that she is an unreliable so narrator. Much. Yes. <laughs> she said I lie too much to keep track of it and it scares me. Okay. Noted. And it's like it's like Jesse said she was like that seems like something maybe you need to to get help for like if and like not even in like a mean way like just like a genuinely that's concerning it's um I Jesse's video is so good her response video was so good um and I it was so funny because like she was apologizing at the end she was like like I was more emotional than I wanted to be and I'm like girl after what yeah. you've been through you have handled yourself with like such poise and grace so well <laughs> like so well. and she only got like you Meg <laughs> like she only got like emotional emotional like towards the end yeah. where she was like talking about her pregnancy and she's like I can't even enjoy being pregnant like it's just it's insane that this woman feels like she that she feels like she needs to apologize yeah. for getting too emotional or too heated about this and I'm like this like Gabby has been harassing you for years yeah. and like it's just it's embarrassing like I assume like they're around the same age which means they're like 30 ish yeah Jessie has a husband she has a child she has another one on the way like she has like a, a full life from she's the sounds moved of on 
and she should be able to just enjoy that yeah and gabby you need to just let it go but gabby is the one not jesse Gabby is the one going on everything and going, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm thriving. Uh-huh. It's like, you're not, you're not. It's always, it's very clear. <laughs> it's always the people who are, like, the most vocal about how happy and thriving they yeah. are, where I'm like, show us, don't tell us. If you were, like, you wouldn't have to say it so much. Yeah. Like, you like, can demonstrate. Just, like, you can just tell. Like, when you look at somebody or see somebody, you can just tell, like, oh, they're, like, happy. Things are going well for them. Yeah. You don't need to constantly being like, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. happy. I'm like, wealthy. Who are you trying I'm to blessed. convince? <laughs> like, we don't. It's, Not us. Like, whatever. Power of positive thinking, I guess. Like, Manifest. Fake it till you make it. Manifestation. We love, we stand. But I just, I don't believe you, Gabby. No. You're demonstrating something very different. Your actions and your words are saying two very different things. At this point, like, I think Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube need to make sure that Gabby can't talk to or about Jesse. Like, I think yeah. they need to block the words. <laughs> and I think they have, because it's, like, actual harassment. Like, yeah. Jesse said, like, if she had money, they would be going <laughs> to court. Like, money and time, but, like... That's the thing, like, those are luxuries that not everybody has, and oh. so it's just unfortunate that, you know, Jesse's alternative, it's just sit and have to deal with this, yeah. but I do hope that she means what she said about, like, this is the last video I'm ever making yeah. talking about Gabby, it's like, I think that's best for everybody just involved. let her scream at herself until she gets tired. That's, like, literally it, it's just, like, with babies, it's, like, just yeah. cry, they'll eventually tire themselves out and go to yeah. sleep. Like, they have both said their piece um i think anybody with even half a brain in their head <laughs> yeah is um like is gonna believe what jesse's saying over yeah. gabby um and that's that's fine that's like it. i just just stop we don't need to do this anymore just like please stop <laughs> it's fine um Katie sent me a funny tweet earlier and it was I think it was Thomas Halpert that um beauty YouTuber person and (laughs) he like had taken a screenshot of like muting words on Twitter and it was like Gabby Gabby (laughs) Hannah and it was just like practicing self-care and I was like Like, literally that's that's moving forward we just gotta do that at this point like like let's just practice self-care and mute Gabby's name and move on let her let her be um, speaking of YouTube drama and just the YouTube landscape, Sphere. um, we were going to talk about it last week and then we ran out of time because we spent so long talking about Gabby, but, um, David Dobrik oh. was profiled by Rolling Stone. This came yeah. out a couple of weeks ago and we were going to talk about it the week where we didn't post an episode because Zoom was not cooperating with us. Zoom said, you can choke. And we said, okay. But <laughs> gladly. Um, yeah. Th- uh, there's that. That's a thing that happened. Um, I, I don't know if that was needed. <laughs> I think. Um, I think that's not appropriate. Um, if we should have let him not have that. <laughs> I just it speaks to this like idea of like, do we need to be giving people like him a platform? Mm-hmm. I don't think we do. No. And it's like the article by no means was like. Pro-dated. positive or yeah. like 
pro David in any way. Um, it was actually like really, it, like it was an insane read because like it basically starts with David having hired like an old woman to cross the street so that he could get out and help her cross the street for the interviewer to see. And that then, is so deranged. It's like that's crazy, and it that's like, like a villain move. <laughs> like that's like who does that? Hiring a paid actor so that you can get out of your look car nice and look nice, and then it's like he reveals afterwards that it was like all like a big prank or like joke or whatever, and he was like, ah, ha, ha, I was just trying to like you know seem like a good guy, seem nice because I'm not. And <laughs> like... then at the end of the article, um they're like back driving wherever and like they pass by somebody like at like when they're stopped at a light or whatever who's like panhandling and has like a sign saying like I'm like trying to like earn money for like cancer treatment or something yeah. like that and then like David just drives right by and like I like the interview like comments on it and was just like oh like was that somebody else that you just like hired, hired to be there and David was like no but I like didn't want to stop and give them money because like I didn't want it to seem like I was like pandering to you and like I didn't want to make it seem like I was just doing this for like the benefit of the interview or whatever and I'm like but you literally did that at the beginning but that you controlled that one you hired someone who didn't need it in the same way like it's just so insane and then there's like a part at like the very end it like it's how the like interview like ends and it was like honestly chilling because I can't remember what they were talking about but the interview talks about how like David starts to tear up about something and the interviewer literally says I didn't know if it was genuine or not Ooh, and that, that sends ooh. a shiver just like right down the spine that's like it sums it up doesn't it though it's just like I this man is a sociopath <laughs> no like no Shane Dawson but the thing about sociopaths is that David is one. Like, I just, I don't trust that this man has genuine emotions. No. I think he uses his emotions to manipulate people. I think, um, I, I, I'll go to his laugh as an example. <laughs> because, like, at what first seems like, oh, he has, like, an interesting laugh. <laughs> now feels like actually sinister yeah it's like, like a it maniacal just feels laugh. like it's maniacal and it's like this is what humans laugh like yes like it's very like i just came down to earth mm -hmm. i picked up some laughter cues yeah and i go <laughs> like with my tongue all the way out <laughs> it's and, insane yeah it's just, I, like, it doesn't feel real. Nothing feels real. No emotion feels real for him. And then also, like, the profile kind of was taking place before and after the the big piece came out about how he yeah. facilitated a sexual assault. Yeah. And, like, Dave, Lest we forget, because everyone seems to have. Hashtag never forget. Um, and, like, David literally says, like, in the profile that... Like, he still doesn't really understand. Like, he, he still doesn't think that he did anything wrong in that situation. No. Like, like he, he doesn't know what the big deal is. Like He, he doesn't know what the big deal is. No. And it's just like, oh, so as if, like, we didn't already know this, but, like, the second apology that you did that was supposed to be, like, so much more thoughtful and, like, you, yeah. like, owning up to stuff. It's just like, you still don't think that you did anything wrong. No. 
And that's the thing with, like, a lot of, like, YouTube apologies and a lot of, like, celebrity apologies. Mm -hmm. It's, like, don't apologize if you don't know what you're apologizing for. Literally. That immediately doesn't make it genuine. (laughs) If you have no concept of why it's offensive or why you shouldn't have done it or why it's a crime, for example, like, don't, don't apologize for that. Like, literally, though... You should have just left it at your first apology, your little two-minute apology when yeah. you turn the comments off, posted it to your podcast channel with fewer followers, yeah, and said, LOL, sorry, that Whoops. was whoopsies, my bad. Just leave it at that, because then you came back with your second apology, which, like, obviously was still bullshit, because it was, like, a few days later, you clearly didn't, like, have that change no. in mind. <laughs> no. But it's, like, you came back, kind of said the right things, but you- like you still think that you didn't do anything wrong you just think oh yeah maybe I you know maybe I shouldn't have filmed that or whatever but I'm not responsible in any way for this this woman getting assaulted like you are in every way (laughs) so how about that David was watching the smoky glow video today and she was talking about like youtuber comebacks and like David was included in it and she was saying so many of the things that we said after he posted his first vlog back where it's just like it's just the same content. It's just the yeah. same stupid, gross content that he's always posted. Him putting his friends in dangerous situations. Like, nothing has changed. It's no. the same. And, like, if, if we talked about this, like, when we were talking about that first vlog back, but it's, like, if you had such, like, a huge change of heart and you were, like, I know what I've done wrong, that would that would be different. Mm-hmm. That would be, like, period. <laughs> period period that would be different but you you didn't and you don't know what you've done wrong and you actually don't care to know what you've done wrong that's the thing because like if you looked anywhere you could find hundreds of thousands of videos of people telling you why what you did was wrong and what you can do better but you're just gonna cover your ears cover your eyes I it's just it's mind-boggling to me. It yeah. really is. Like, I, I don't even know how else to, like, explain it other than I can't imagine having so little empathy that you don't see what part you played yeah. in that situation. Yeah. Like, that's scary. It is. Like, it's, it's, it's like, really scary. scary. Yeah. Especially when you someone with, like, a bunch of money and a bunch of influence who is going to continue to do this. Well, exactly. It's like I, the his grand return vlog is just proof that nothing has changed. No. He's just maybe going to be a little bit smarter about things in terms of like safety, maybe. Maybe. We don't even like, question you hope. <laughs> like me. And like he'll probably just be a bit smarter about getting people to, like, sign NDAs. Yeah. It's just, like, this behavior's not gonna go away. He's just gonna get smarter about hiding yeah. it. So. it's He's a very scary person. It's just, it's so gross. And, like, even Smoky Glow said, like, what we had said when we were talking about it, where it's just, like, she was, like, I fully expected him to be gone for, like, a year. Yeah. Like, truly the fact that he had the audacity to come back in like less than three months tells you everything (laughs) like wow tells you everything you need to know like I would have put money on like at least six months you know like I I thought he was gonna be gone for a while that's like um 
James Charles too came back with a video and it's like oh, honey James. now honey James. we should have should have stayed away I think it's yeah and it's like and that's what Smoky Glow was I feel so weird calling her that Hannah <laughs> um that's what she was talking about in her video it's just like you know David's comeback James is you know making his little comeback Shane's gearing up for a comeback it's like cancel culture does not exist and it no. really does not exist in the world of youtube no because there's there's way more people who will like blindly support mm-hmm. than there are people with like a brain cell who will yeah. be like hey like maybe maybe james charles deserves to be critiqued for um being a pedophile <laughs> maybe that's maybe. something you know, to discuss and it's like I there are people she was also talking about like Tati Westbrook because like she's recently come back to YouTube yeah. after being gone for you know a year or whatever and it's like yeah I think like somebody like Tati is like deserving of a comeback I don't think she didn't commit any crimes no. as far as we're aware you know <laughs> again like, hey we don't know YouTube's crazy so like who knows what'll come out but it's just like at worst she just kind of turned out to be a bit of a liar yeah. And kind of, like, just, like, weaponized, like, white woman tears to, like, make people feel bad for her. Sucking dick. Sucking <laughs> dick and cock. Um, and so it's just like, okay, yeah, she took some time away. And if she wants to come back now, that's fine. I have an issue with people who have committed literal crimes who yeah. now feel that they're entitled to come back and have yeah, a Yeah, because <laughs> they, they left to um, reflect. Uh-huh. Learn from learn, <laughs> But then continue them. Yeah. Yeah. And again, right. it's like, it's the same thing with James Charles, right? Where it's just like, he'll, you know, come back and I'm sure he'll be very successful still. I don't doubt he's going to continue doing the same shit he was doing. He's going to continue talking and sending inappropriate things to underage yeah. boys. He's just going to be smarter at doing it. Yeah. He's just maybe going to stop using Snapchat. <laughs> Which you should have stopped a long time ago, James. Like, I just, these the only thing that these people have learned in their time away or like going through these scandals to use that term very loosely they've just learned how to get better at it and how to hide it how to be sneakier and how to not get caught next time or not get called out so gross all of it is gross (sighs) did you watch um Ethan's reaction to Trisha's apology. I didn't. Okay. It's very sad. Oh my god, is it? It's very sad because like it's I was trying to find like where because it's an irregular H3 episode. Right, yeah. So I was like, I was trying to find that spot. But I watched like from the beginning and it was like it was so like fun and like Ethan just like cracking jokes and yeah. like looking at memes and like talking about they did like a roast of him for his birthday right, and like yeah. talking about all those jokes and memes that came from that and then they talked about Trisha and he just got like so like somber and it was just like it, you could tell that he was like so sad it was really yeah. like it hurt to watch I was like oh my god and I feel like that's the difference between him and Trisha and it's like whatever like again maybe I'm like really naive or whatever but it's like he does seem genuinely upset that Frenemies has, like, broken up yeah. and that they're no longer, like, doing this show together. It doesn't really seem like Trisha cares all that much. No. And it's like, okay. Trisha, like, blew it up. 
to blow it up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, like, I'm gonna have, like, a tantrum, and then it's gonna be over. Instead of just being, like, I don't want to do this anymore, I don't think. Yeah, that's, that's exactly Like, just, it. like, after the fact, that's how it feels. Like, being yeah. this far out from it, it just feels like she didn't want to continue. And instead of just having a conversation where it's, like, I'm not really interested in continuing to do another season. Yeah. Just that's was, like, tantrum. It. Like, I really just think, like, they probably never should have posted that last episode. No. Or they should have at least cut out the part where Trisha and Ethan get into it and then whatever. And then it should have just been a private conversation between the two of them and Trisha should have just expressed, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't working. I don't want to, like, ruin the friendship that we've formed. I think it's best if we just stop. Yeah. And that that could have been the end of it. And everything could have still been really good between them. <laughs> exactly. If you go, like, and watch it, like, I'll try to find the time and I'll send you, like, okay. exactly where it was. Because, like, he was talking, it's, like, it's not even, like, about frenemies anymore. It's, like, this is someone who, like, I considered my family, like, a yeah. really, and then he's, like, and if not that, like, a, a very close personal friend, like, someone I confided in, and the second we ran into a problem, she tried to ruin my life, like, not even just, like, we got in an yeah. argument, and she was, like, rude to me, like, literally accused me of, like, sexual <laughs> inappropriate behavior, like, horrible, horrible stuff, it's just very, very sad to watch him react to that but also very funny they found a clip of him on another episode of h3 like before trisha even was involved (laughs) at all talking about something and he says five percent is everything (laughs) and then in the same in the same conversation starts talking about how expensive disney passes are (laughs) There's no such thing as coincidence. Dan just kept going, there's no such thing as coincidence. <laughs> because it was the same clip talked about 5% and talked about Disney passes. Oh, oh my god. Okay, I'll definitely, I like had seen that like he had, like was re- like reacting. I wasn't yeah. sure like genuinely reacting to it or not. Because you know, like some That's why I like, wanted really to look Like baby titles. So it's just like. Oh, I don't know if he's like actually, and like if he is, like maybe that's gonna be like awkward to watch. Yeah. But I will watch it since it's gotten the okay from you. <laughs> it made me sad because it's like you you genuinely see such like an attitude shift <sighs> from being like fun and just being like okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore after like yeah that like it's such a it's such a shitty situation because it's just like even if you're somebody who like doesn't like Ethan or Trisha it's just like it's sad from the point of view it's like these people are going to be family members like they are going to be like related through marriage and like it's like a whole family unit just like you know (laughs) like a, a month ago like they were all like super good and chill and had like, yeah. this really great relationship and now it's just like it's it's sad it's awkward it's so it's so bad and there was a part where Ethan was talking about, oh, what did he say? I'm going to get the words wrong. <laughs> what was he saying? Oh my God. I hate when that happens. Oh, when I you know. start a sentence and then it's like, that happens to me so much. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, I know what it was. That Trisha <laughs> titled the video like an apology to Ethan or to Ethan, mm-hmm. whatever. She never contacted him to apologize. So, 
If you go back to all the the clips from Frenemies of her talking about how David's mm-hmm. and Jason's apologies and all these people's apologies, James Charles' apologies, don't count because they didn't apologize. Mm-hmm. Personally, face face, doesn't yeah. count for Trisha. Trisha yeah. can do whatever they want. I like whole situation. Why am I? Why am I not even surprised? Honestly, no, like I that. Know. That makes perfect sense, but it's like. It's, like, going back to what you were saying about how Ethan was like, this is somebody that I considered a really close friend yeah. of mine, and then they basically just, we had an argument, and then they tried to, like, ruin my life. Yeah. It's, like, that's so scary, because, like, I, it's just, again, I can't imagine, like, being, like, vindictive like that. No. To somebody, like, it just, like. Who was so good, like, <laughs> we obviously don't know about every behind the scenes mm. interaction. Like yeah. I'm sure Ethan was rude at times. Like everyone sure, has yeah. moments. But like someone who publicly like went to bat for you in all these situations where like no one believed you before. Yeah, where it would have been, been much like, easier for them. him to just not say anything. Yeah. Yeah. But he like stood up for you. Like that's just like that's crazy because like I just can't imagine. And it's like it just like really makes you wonder. It's just like, did Trisha ever consider Ethan a friend at no, all? No, that's what's like, scary. If you're so sad, so quick to turn on somebody, like not saying that Trisha didn't have a right to be upset about things and like voice those concerns, but it's just like, again, it should have been handled privately and you shouldn't have made 17,000 videos about oh it God, in and, a row, in a row, and accused him of all these things. Like, again, if you had concerns about comments that he made, or if you felt, like, sexualized by him, like, like, did you bring that up? Have that conversation. Yeah. Prior to any, like, it's just. Especially when it's, like, the conversations that they both participated in had, like, sexual innuendo. Like, Trisha herself would bring things up. So it's, like. I can see where, like, if you were uncomfortable, like, maybe a boundary wasn't clear then and could have been discussed because it is a workplace. Like, it just seems like all of this could have been sorted and instead, wow. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. And, like, it is unfortunate because, like, Ethan does seem genuinely upset about it and it just kind of seems You can tell by the clip where he's, like, talking about it. Yeah. Like, how actually, like, hurt Uh, it makes him. It's, It's sad. I mean like I would that would really upset me too if I if I yeah. just thought somebody was like my like good friend yeah and then we get into like one argument and they're and like then I'm, I'm making videos like Logan is actually the devil and here's why <laughs> like and 17 in a row like it's just it's so wild it's so unfortunate and I just yeah. it really does just kind of feel like Trisha self-sabotaged yeah. and was just like I think I will cause problems on purpose, on purpose. <laughs> very much okay very much I, I don't know like and like not to say like oh you should have you should have stayed friends with Ethan because like he not that you should stay friends with somebody because they did good things for yeah. you like obviously like, if there are problems there are problems and like that doesn't yeah. whatever but it's just like like without like, without even a thought it seemed yeah. like she was just like mm, no goodbye but and like even <laughs> even that like yeah you don't have to stay friends with people just because they've been nice to you mm-hmm. 
But also, like, that should come with, like, if you're not going to remain friends, like, a level of respect. Like, again. I don't know. Like, I just, again, it, like, goes back to, like, the Gabby and Bessie situation where it's just, like, again, like, you and I have gone through friend breakups and we've never felt the need to like publicly bash these people (laughs) like maybe we're wrong maybe that's where we've gone wrong like we should start let's bring that energy for the rest of 2021 god biting people (laughs) making exposed videos let's do it like imagine (laughs) imagine us just like two like very average people just like the next time somebody wrongs us we just like make an exposed video Story time. I was pushed at the grocery store. Like, (laughs) we're going all in. Just so wild. I don't know. Like, YouTube really is. Like, we say this all the time, but it's like, it is its own little world and its own little, like, ecosystem. And it's just so far removed from reality. It is. In so many ways, like, you can't explain what's happening on YouTube to someone who isn't involved on YouTube without sounding fully insane no like when i try to like explain youtube drama to my mom like when something like really big is happening i like go full like charlie day pepe sylvia level like i sound like a conspiracy theorist yeah there's no way to not and she's like okay and then at the end it's like i that was just like there's no nuance to this like you're not exactly you don't have half the details like you don't have the background (laughs) i'll spend an hour explaining something and i'm like that's just a very brief overview tip of the iceberg the absolute tip i'm just thinking about like how insane it would be like if like one of our coworkers annoyed us and then we made an exposed video like because that's like basically what trisha did (laughs) like like her and ethan like were co-workers in this situation and it's just like like if some like the next time somebody is like mean to me in an email, I'm yeah. gonna make an exposed video about it. I them. think I think we should. And then post it to a Teams chat. <laughs> like please watch, not clickbait. <laughs> Emotional. <laughs> subscribe. Like and subscribe. Turn on the little bell for notifications. Smash that like button. <laughs> Merch link in bio. <laughs> God, what a place. What a place. What a nightmare. A hellscape. I just like we were truly shackled to YouTube. We at this can't point. get out. Remove oh, us from these shackles. <laughs> Set us free. Oh my god. Is there anything else happening? I mean, like probably, but I think you know we had some really good discourse about yeah. books yeah. and TV shows. Yeah. And YouTube, of course. Of course. Um, so I think we covered some really good ground. Wait, before we wrap up. <laughs> Just wait, kidding. There's more ground to cover. <laughs> Quickly, the poll. What was the final results? Oh, thank you so much for bringing that up. Um, yeah, so in case you guys missed it, we did a poll on Twitter um, after our conversation last week about True Blood. Um, because I just think it was really important to get yeah. people's feedback. And so we asked who was the ultimate true blood hottie okay we had alcide we had bill we had eric and we had sam um and in total we got five votes thank you to everyone who voted (laughs) really appreciate it the results are in 
Eric Northman wins by 60%. He had 60% of the vote. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Bill and Sam were tied with 20% of the vote each. No votes for Alcide, which I found shocking. And that is shocking to me. I think maybe it's like too intimidating. Like he's too hot. Yeah, I understand. Are worried about it. I listen, it can, a wolf can be very intimidating. <laughs> a hot wolf. Oh, overwhelming. Even, even more so. Um, so thank you to everybody who participated in that. That was very fun. Maybe we'll start doing Justice more polls. For Sam. <laughs> Justice for Sam. Um, I am not shocked at all that um Eric came out ahead. That's just that's how it goes. That baby. showbiz baby. <laughs> You're like, I'm right and I'll say it. Um, I love being proven it's fine. right. Um, but it's yeah, fine. maybe we'll do maybe we'll do more polls in the future about um other attractive yeah. men to get people Let's into do it. it. Um, so yeah. In the meantime, if you want to keep up with our polls, <laughs> we're on Twitter at HonestlyPod and Instagram and TikTok at HonestlyPod, Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. You can email us. Let us know what you want us to poll about next. Yeah. Uh, what hobbies? <laughs> you can email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a website, thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. Yes. And you want to go somewhere. Significantly less of a leg. This Take week. that leg. <laughs> Love that. Um, we have merchandise for merchandise. You can go to our website and click on the merch tab. It'll take you there. Or if you're feeling adventurous, you can type into uh, the URL bar. You can type in honestlypod.threadless.com and it'll also take you there. Depends on how you're feeling. Our wares. We must we are, peddle them. We are peddling the wares. Go check them out. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Cast, Stitcher Premium. Other Just kidding. places. <laughs> We're behind so many paywalls. You probably so have never heard of us. So many paywalls. Um, and if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to send us a screenshot of it and we'll send you some limited edition Honestly Bought stickers. It's so limbish. You have no idea. We can't emphasize enough the how limited of dishes. Limb dish. Limb dish, baby. The dishes, they are limb. They're limb. <laughs> Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye. Honestly, is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcasts.